Kiprios, Gord Stelic. Gord Stelic, of course, doing a great job for Justin Bourne, who will join us tomorrow on our streaming channel. channel. I got to close it out, though, Kip. You like the Leafs. So I got to close I'm it out. You, yeah, exactly. I know, but can I do my game four? We're, we're in the seventh inning now and can't give it away now. I won't. You, you got a great show going. Thanks. Arm feels good. Okay. All right. Let's welcome in Mark Spector. Of course, uh, does a great job on sportsnet.ca covering everything out west that isn't Toronto. And he's the happiest man on the planet because of it, I'm sure. <laughs> Spec, how are you? Doing great, Kipper. What's going on, man? We're good. Hey, listen, answer this question. B- before the playoffs started, we said uh, when we looked at the series, who had more pressure on them to get out of the first round, the Oilers or the Leafs? I said, I said the Oilers because they don't have to face back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. They just got to beat L.A. Was that I wrong? Don't I, I don't know. Uh, both of them. I'm not picking one. Like we, I don't have to explain to you guys the pressure that's on the Leafs. There's tons. <laughs> Edmonton's the same. They expect to win something here. They're sick of losing. Their fans are sick of losing. You know, I, I would say to you, if Toronto, Toronto couldn't beat Boston, they couldn't beat Columbus, they couldn't beat Montreal. You know, they got to now beat Tampa. Well, Edmonton's the same. They they got the, you know, like the 12th place Blackhawks in the bubble and blew that series. They. They got a third-place Jets team that they handled all season last year and couldn't beat them. Now they get the Kings, who a lot of people would tell you are probably maybe the worst playoff team of the 16, and they better be able to handle them. And right now they're not doing a very good job. So pressure's everywhere, pal. It's the NHL, right? All right, so your latest article on sportsnet.ca, you talk about the Oilers being a better team, and then you say... After choking away game five. And I'm sitting there going, hey, Speck, you could have used a lot of different words. Uh, Give away, handing them, but you chose the choke word. (laughs) Yeah, and and no one in our business, you know this, uh, guys, no one in our business, I don't throw that word around lightly. All right, nobody does. Nobody does. And if you do, you know, you don't understand what it's worth. I don't use that word. I use that word maybe once a year around here. <laughs> so why? But, why did you use well, because it? Because they didn't show up. This was a team. My definition of choking, guys, is when in the, in the biggest moment, you do something that is very uncharacteristic. In, in when, the, when the lights are the brightest, you show up the least. You know, this is a good team. The others are good. Right, their numbers from the last in the last half of the season, they're like a top five team in the National Hockey League. They got two of the best players in the world. They they showed that they can beat the Kings six nothing and beat them eight two. So they come home for Game Five. It's a pivotal game in the series. They're in front of their own crowd. It's a the series is you know it's time to take control of this thing. And they played about fifteen minutes of hockey, and they had to put Drysaddle and McDavid on the same line to do it. So they absolutely came up the smallest at a huge moment in that game. That, to me, is the definition of a choke. The moment was too big for this team in Game 5. I thought they were past that. I thought they'd grown up. But they shriveled, right? They shriveled at the big moment in Game 5. So, yeah, that is a choke. It's not fatal. It's not fatal. You can win tonight and go back for Game 7 and take another crack at it. But in Game 5, they choked. I I really like your explanation. I I really do. I think that's a perfect explanation. And then uh, on top of it, there's two th- things that were hardly mentioned on the weekend. That big long shot, the one the Kentucky Derby, didn't get mentioned until he hit the finish line. It was like he wasn't <laughs> in the race. And and uh, and Darn- Darnell Nurse's headbutt, like you know, you're you're looking you're looking at um, 
like, okay, there's Deneau, and there's whatever, there's the play. Deneau doesn't fall down. The Kings aren't even complaining. There's no penalty. And then all of a sudden, afterwards, we find out, and, I mean, wow, that's a big hole. That's a big, big hole. I don't know if it's kind of like what Shifley had happened to him last year or not when, you know, because that kind of sank the Jets' boats after that that suspension. But uh, out of character and about, about the last thing they needed. Yeah, and at the big moment, Darnell Nurse went completely out of character, right? Going back to our last question. Uh, I mean, there's two things here. No one noticed it in the game because Deneau pushed back. Deneau didn't stay down. If Deneau stays down, everyone's probably looking at it. Maybe the referees, there's penalties, and you know we're talking about it. Nobody noticed it. And then the period three came along, and the Oilers staged this epic comeback. And, you know, I'll be honest, as a guy reporting on that game, I barely knew it happened. So, but watching the replay, no one here would complain that it's a one-game suspension. I mean, he tried to take the nose head off with his own head. It was a vicious, uh, you know, stuff happens in hockey games, man. Every once in a while, you fall on a goalie and injure him, even, I've heard, in the past in the playoffs. It can happen. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not going to incarcerate Darnell Nurse, but Darnell Nurse has left his team without their 25-minute defenseman in the most important game of the year, so that's not good. That happened in my era. That doesn't happen anymore, does it? Falling on goalies. <laughs> uh, Speck, what, uh, what does Jay Woodcroft do with his lineup now? Uh, who, who takes up 25, 30 minutes for Darnell Nurse? Well, he's, do, he's done two things here. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do? Brett Kulak's going to play with Cody Cece. That's the spot that Nurse plays in. Keith and Bouchard are going to play more together. And your third pairing, Chris Russell, comes in. He plays with Barry. Listen, there's no... You know, there's no, if Morgan Riley can't play tonight, there's no snap your fingers solution. You just share the minutes around and hope for the best. That's what the Oilers are doing. But what they're doing tonight, gentlemen, is they will start with Drysaddle and McDavid on the same line. They'll play 60 minutes tonight, and McDavid and Drysaddle are going to play him into the ground. McDavid's going to play 25 minutes if he has to. The second line is Keane, Nugent Hopkins, and Hyman. So they're taking their six top forwards, Yamamoto's in the top line. We take the ticks, six top guys and ice them all night long. And the bottom six is going to be a little depleted, but they're going to, you know, it's time to put your pedal to the metal here. You're in an elimination game. And McDavid played just less than 20 minutes in game five. He probably played 25 tonight. Always hot button topic goaltending. And certainly I love the way Mike Smith owned things in game one, and then he kicked ass in game two. So five games, how do you grade the goaltending? Well, you know what? He's been he's been just fine. He hasn't cost him anything. Yeah, he made a terrible play in, in game one, so I guess he cost him that. But he stopped enough pucks. I have no problem with his game. It, he went from game four, he was very good, to game five where he was average. And this is what I'm looking for, gentlemen. Can a 40-year-old goalie keep his level up throughout a playoff series and a playoff run, right? Does a 40-year-old goalie start to get average playing every second night of a playoff run. Uh, that's what happened to Mike Smith in game five. He was okay. He wasn't great anymore. So if he doesn't get back to great tonight, they're not going to win. Uh, if he doesn't get back to great tonight, I'm going to say to you, the evidence is you can't have a 40-year-old goalie in the playoffs. Uh, he's real good. What's that old Toby Keith song, boys? <laughs> he's not as good as he once was, but he's good as once <laughs> as he ever was. Well, a playoff run, as you all know, requires playing every second night for two months. So can a 40-year-old do it? 
Uh, if this 40-year-old can't, Ken Holland's going to be big time in the market this summer. We're talking to Mark Spector, senior columnist with Sportsnet.ca. Was there any was there any play off of Connor McDavid's comments about we we scored enough goals to win? Wasn't that a a, a vibe that pushes the direction to uh, Mike Smith to like stop us some pucks? We scored you enough goals. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I, I get how you could see the quote and say that. I was in the room. I, 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 I don't remember who asked the question. No, this was a. This is a thing around here. This the thing in Edmonton is we we can't keep being a five four team, right? We can't need five goals to win every night. This goes back four or five years around here. You've got to be able to win a three two game when it counts and a two one game when it counts. So Connor McDavid was not blowing steam at you know, are putting shade at Mike Smith. He's putting shade at his hockey team that played a game in the playoffs where they scored four times and they didn't win a hockey game. He's right, right? You score four in the playoffs, you got to win. It's not just your goaltending. It's the whole team. they got a, too many grade-A chances, too much reliance on, a, on goaltending. This team has to be able to lock it down when it scores four, and that's been an issue around here for some time. So similarities of, of, about Toronto in many ways, Speck, and, you know, one is – if the Leafs were, we're just talking to Keith Jones about now, heaven forbid, lose two games and you get another seventh game defeat, well then you have to look at maybe wholesale changes, whatever that may entail. So in Edmonton, I can't imagine they're looking at a GM. I can't imagine looking at a new coach. Who knows? I don't know. Wouldn't think so. But I might always look at, I know those guys are committed for the long term, but Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, it's got to be wearing on those guys to have this happen time after time after time and has to be a concern. I know, I know they can't demand it. Well, they, they can't demand a trade or do whatever, but, uh, but who knows what? Well, let me, let me put it much more succinctly. Everyone here wants to win so they could shut the damn Toronto media up about Connor McDavid wanting to leave, right? That's what you're saying to me, right? Wait People, a second. Wait, wait, yes. let, me, let me qualify this. Yes, so. I, I'm saying it, but I'm not saying going to Toronto. Like, there's the People say, no, I just no, mean about... you're saying it, that they want to leave. Well, I'm just and, saying, and yeah, I want to go somewhere else. Carter McDavid had Leafs jammies when he was a kid, so of course he wants to be a Leaf, don't they all, right? <laughs> no, I'm talking about <laughs> going somewhere else, not Toronto, at some point. Okay. I never said Toronto. You you are the one that said Toronto. I'm not talking Toronto either. I'm saying this. He's getting right? he wants the there's hell out. That's place. what Gord's saying. There's one place, Gord, where that story comes from, and it, I get it. It comes every year. That is, if McDavid doesn't win, he wants out. That story comes from Toronto every year, and it's coming down the pipe this year. If they don't win, I get it, and I hear it, and I expect it. And the irony, of course, is. Austin Matthews plays for the Leafs, and you don't hear that story very often. And I can't recall has he won in Toronto? I don't think he has. So. But he's a free agent sure. in two. He's a free agent in two years. He signed a five-year thing rather than an eight-year extension. He, yeah, he, he right. could. He very well could walk. Austin Matthews. Right. Yeah, he sure could. Right, he mm-hmm. sure could. And McDavid's got what's he got? Three, four years left here. Should I think know four. that. Yeah, I think four. Yeah. So you know what? Listen, I'm going to say this to you. There's no question. Like. If four years from now, Connor McDavid hasn't won something, he's a UFA, I'd leave too if the organization can't deliver for him. Uh, you know, but I'm going to also say to you that he's been surrounded with a much better team here this year, guys. Right? Evander Kane's probably the best midseason pickup in the National Hockey League that any team made, okay? He's on pace for like a 90-point, 40-goal season. 
uh, Zach Hyman, you know, is an excellent top six winger that's made this team a lot better. Uh, I'm not saying they're a perfect team. Don't get me wrong. They got their issues like everyone. It's a cap system. But I don't think Connor McDavid can just look around at his team and go, it's everyone else's fault. Let me out of here. Or Leon Dreisaitl, who's been okay in this series, but not so great. So, you know what? I don't think we have a position here where I'm looking at the Oilers and going, oh, my God, there's so many holes in this team. There's no way they can beat the Kings. If they don't beat the Kings, everyone on this team should be looking in the mirror, not at the GM. How about that? Okay, so just to be clear, okay, I'm cool. I have no idea. If Connor McDavid's happy, that's all that matters. Jack Eichel ended up not being happy, so that was an unthinkable, and it became a thinkable. So if Connor McDavid is happy in Edmonton, that's that's great. I, uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, sometimes quite often it becomes a worry. So that's my context, Specter. That's it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Don't let him fool you. He thinks <laughs> yeah. he's out of there. I don't think. Don't put words in my mouth. I don't want you know. I, I Anyway, I sound like I'm choking here. I'm just going to let you know, keep me taking for a second here. <laughs> hey, Speck, can, can the Oiler fans expect, like, when, when Duncan Keefe or Kulak have a puck, they can get it out of the zone high and hard off the glass and maybe just, you know, get a puck out of your own zone? Yeah. yeah, that's it, right? Get a puck out of your zone. You know what else I would say to you? Uh, you know, there was a perfect example of that play. I think it was the first Kempe goal the other night. Duncan Keith looked up and had three forwards outside the zone, right? All fly in the zone, and it was Ayafalo that was between him and his forwards. And he made a poor play. He tried to shoot it through Ayafalo. Ayafalo picked it out, and it ended up in Eminem's goal. So I'm going to say this. If he has to put it off the glass, it's because he's got guys flying in the zone like they were the other night. I would say probably give Duncan Keith a pass that, that isn't there to be intercepted. You know, uh, I'm, uh, I want to say that Duncan Keith has made some, you know, he's, he's playing all the tough minutes, and sure, he's playing against some good players. He makes a mistake. But when I look up and see three guys flying in the zone, I don't blame the defenseman anymore. I blame the forwards for not being there for an easier pass. How about that? Well, we'll see what happens after tonight where the blame goes on your next article. (laughs) (laughs) Better win, pal. That's all I can tell you. (laughs) Really appreciate your time, and uh, and thanks for doing this, and uh, thanks for putting Gord in his place on my show. I mean, hope I can finish the show now with Gord if he doesn't go home. No, it's a good sparring yeah, match. I, I like it. I hope I, Gord, I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. We're just having a little fun here. I'm just, oh, I'm just, no, lying, no. I'm just lying in the fetal position. Loved every okay. second of it. No, no. Hey, it's good stirring the pot. It's good Back. stirring the pot. Way Back. to go, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks for doing this, Spec. All right, boys. Okay, I'm not waiting till he's off the air because of this. I'm just like... like They're so sensitive. Well, yeah, West. They are passionate about their Oilers. <laughs> they don't have NBA. They, uh, you know, they, they don't have... And uh, you're, they kicking, got, you're kicking them out of the town. I'll say it. He wants to come to Toronto. Jesus. He wants yeah. to come to Toronto. Sorry. You saw the look on his face when the draft lottery well, happened. I know, but then he committed... He, he f- does come to Toronto every summer. Yeah. Yeah. And, but he committed for eight years to Edmonton. Like, yeah. he, he, he bought into it, the next contract. Now, maybe once he saw Austin sign for five, he says, uh, I don't know, maybe I should have done five. I don't know. All I mean is, like, hey, Mario Lemieux, they didn't come in the playoffs five of his first six seasons with the Penguins. Then they won two cups, okay? Just at some point, if you're a great player, and I have, like, like and I, and again, they get in Edmonton, oh, he's going to come to Toronto. I go, hey, no, what about New York? What about Chicago? What about L.A.? I don't know. I don't know. But it, you can't be a, like, I want to see the superstars go deep in the playoffs. Like, selfishly, as a hockey fan, I want to see the best players out there but as far you, you as they can go. There, there are only, like, three or four of them. Like, all, all 
30 superstars in the league can't go to a final. There's some of them that just aren't good enough to get help their team well, get there. Well, oh, and oh, maybe, maybe oh, okay. Connor Ovechkin, McDavid's one of them. Ovechkin, Crosby were number one overall picks. Pretty soon their teams were going deep in the playoffs. Pretty soon, right? Uh, how pretty soon if oh, you're Ovechkin? A couple of years. A couple of years. As soon as Boudreaux arrived. Turned it all around there. Just said, okay, I've got Ovi. He's going to play 52 minutes, and other guys will play eight minutes. And uh, basically did that. Well, listen, uh, he he was lights out the other night, Connor McDavid. I've never... Uh, Phenomenal. He, That's my has point. Has he played a better hockey game where he's doing everything out there? Yeah. So Wayne Gretzky. You know, well, the anyway, I'm going but, back. But the young Oilers, they had one or, you know, took their lumps, but... Anyway, you can't be that guy, Gord, that just takes his net and goes home, you know, in road hockey. Did Jack Eichel take take his net and go home? Yeah, he kind of did. Okay. He kind of took his net and went home. Well, Buffalo might get the last laugh out of this anyway. Eichel's a different guy than McDavid, though. Yeah. Eichel's, you know. There's... But he had the eight-year contract. That's what I meant about. Yeah, yeah, like, for so sure. That's why I'm saying the unthinkable would have been, you know, he, when he signed he, the eight-year contract. But he's a much different guy. But, but tomorrow... If he says I want out, is he that much of a different guy? Yeah, and I don't think he ever would. I just don't. I don't I, think he has it in him. Too. I don't, I don't, Who's this? You're going to McDavid, McDavid now. McDavid. I don't if think tomorrow. Okay. McDavid. They get knocked out by L.A. and he said, "You know what? I know I signed an eight-year deal, but I've had it. I want to win. Okay. I've had it. I, I think everybody it. would understand so that. Look how the guy played game 82 on a game that didn't matter. Almost ended his career with the collision with Giordano. Like I just respect. It. Like I mean, that's all I Not need. Not everybody, Gord, can go and take their net home. Not every superstar gets to go. It's not me. It's you. I, I should have won a Stanley Cup. Well, they're by doing now. it in the NBA. Maybe maybe in the NHL, guys might okay. start doing it. That's all you need to say to me. Yeah. If they're doing it in the NBA, that's every every reason why we shouldn't. Well, as I'm in just the, NHL. the fact is they've done it. Okay, and generally they have contracts that have expired. Okay, they sign. But I I I want that's all. Okay, I have no like, again. I have no basis, no foundation. I'm basing this on, like but just a guy's got to get tired so, year after. So the LA Kings have a better supporting cast already. Already, he's looking. LA eliminates them hypothetically. He's going. How come they developed a better supporting cast in half the time we've been at it? So let me get this straight. If we don't hit twenty five. Uh... Uh, 2,500 viewers watching on YouTube channel. You're going to go to the Will Lou show. You're going to want to go to the morning <laughs> so, show. Well, I can talk hoops, buddy. You're going to leave Vanier, me. George Vanier basketball. Well, you talk about the you know the supporting cast for the, the Oilers. And, you know, the Oilers with McDavid on the ice in this series at 5-5 five and five have 63% of the scoring chances. They're plus 3 in goals. And with him off the ice, they are 38% of the scoring chances. They're minus 3 in goals. And that's at 5-on-5. Five five. So, basically, they have never really surrounded him with a, a supporting cast. And mm-hmm. It's happening again in this series. I'd get he's, tired of it. He's kicking ass. Totally. That, that goal he scored, I mean, the, the goal he set up McDavid where he made that power move off the boards into the middle, backhand sauce. Like, he is breathtaking to watch and he deserves a better team around him. And I hope they get it done tonight because so, I don't want to see him be upset. Yeah, and my point, Sam, to Kipper is I want, as a hockey fan, McDavid to go deep every year because I love watching the playoffs. That's it. I want. I want to see the best players. I want to see the best players in the NBA go deep. I'd like. You so know. I want to win the lottery. I well, mean, same, I'd like to win it with you too. You want to watch me and really like enjoy my life. Well, but it, yeah. there's no no guarantees. It just doesn't work that way, Gord. I, I understand how it works, but I, I as certain players, if you're a superstar player, you you do have some cachet. You do have some cachet, and it's not like you demand a trade. But I don't know. It's some, I, I give the guy credit. I'll. 
hey, whatever. I, I mean, I could be barking up a total ridiculous tree or I may be striking a nerve. And obviously in Edmonton, they always say it comes oh, from Toronto. Oh, you struck a nerve in Edmonton. Oh, I know. Holy but Because I, I hear that all the time, Sam. <sighs> you know, it comes from Toronto. No, the point comes from me thinking it through. I, I'll, I'll call next time back from Vancouver or Phoenix or something so you can't say it comes <laughs> from Toronto. Different area code yeah, next no, time? No, no, no. It doesn't even come from Toronto anymore. It comes from Gord Stellick. <laughs> right? <laughs> they, they, it, it, Mark Spector right now is calling all his friends in Edmonton going, okay, when we hear this, it's coming from court. No, you know the guys, Bob Stoffer, all those guys, they're passionate guys, and they'll right away go, that always comes from Toronto, and I know you want Connor McDavid to go to Toronto. All right, go. all right. Um, Let's not yeah. trade Connor Why McDavid. Are you so yeah. pissy? <laughs> Do you want to uh, trade... Uh, Sid Crosby because let's talk about Sid because he's not being protected now in in Pittsburgh and Truba gets to run him over. Boy, they're lo- you know we always talk about it eight eighty seven that what a great number helps your cap doesn't it mm-hmm. the fact that his favorite number but uh, I'm pissed off about okay this. let's let's go to this injury uh, this yeah, uh, injury last night I can't recall ever and every game you know in the last thirty years has seen a star get hurt and leave. Mm-hmm. But have you ever seen one where the game changed so dramatically in such a short period of time than last night when Sid leaves the game where the, Pittsburgh's in total control? Yeah, the, just that North Carolina basketball game. Remember that one kid got knocked got knocked out yes. and they kind of almost lost it. But three goals. More basketball analysis today. That? Three goals in two minutes and 31 seconds, I believe. Three goals in two minutes, 31 seconds, like minutes after Sidney Crosby left, which really reflects incredibly poorly on the Pittsburgh Penguins. It doesn't take a genius to uh, to say to uh, analyze that. So, yeah, they're 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 winning the game two nothing. They're about to win the series, so it seems. And they were they were all over him for the whole game, like up until the point he got injured. They were he was taking a beating, yeah. cross checking him, hack. Hey, which is within that's fine. You can cross check him, you can whack him. I understand that, but to i don't know there just gets to be a certain point where you don't you hit a point as a, as a player as a status as sort of a legend in the game that you don't i don't know maybe you don't that's not the right way to put it but i hate seeing sid get hit like that it made me everybody really everybody does it he's, made me really dirty, upset i thought head. it was very dirty he really? threw his elbow right up into his head uh i i didn't quite get the elbow but i got he deserved a fine a, a, not a, a nothing chicken, a chicken wing he deserved a fine. Yeah, I thought it was a finable play. Uh, like big deal, five grand. Yeah, th- I mean, just but he was off- going for the puck. Truba was going for the puck. If you look, it was just an awkward, clumsy. It was a guy unfortunate uh, trying to get a piece of s- probably Crosby. Sure. Who and he was he's in great position. If you if you really look at it, Truba couldn't have been in better position. When, when your stick, I think, ends up through Crosby's legs, you are squared right up to him. Mm-hmm. That is body. On body, it wasn't like he got him from the side or he clipped him. He was squared up to Crosby, and then he tries to avoid him at the last second, and Truba catches him. But there's enough body on body that this was not a uh, a pick of the head or any of that. And as much as I don't like it, if if I'm on Pitt's bench, oh, this is one of those examples where. Clean, not clean. I don't really give a crap. You took a run at my best player, and I've got some serious issues. But Pitt doesn't have that lineup. Doesn't have it. 
It's funny. Uh, when they won the last Stanley Cups, you remember they, the series ended against the New York Rangers in the playoffs, and Mark Stahl was manhandling Sid, and then Lundquist took the water bottle and squirted him like a dog peeing on his territory. You remember that? And I then do. after, And they, they fired the general manager. Fired, Mario was pissed. Yeah. For the very thing you said. And they, they changed the makeup of the team. And they won some cups. Now, you're saying they're back, you know, because they're back to that makeup. I, I just get, I've really just been impressed with the kind of season they've had. I, I you know, you, what they've got out of, like Kessel's gone and Hornquist is gone and so many are gone. And the old gang's trying to get one more kick at it before probably Latang leaves. But, you know, just the rusts and the Sherry's, I mean, Gensel's, a, you know, a star now, what they've done. but uh, He's made the, them a star. Sydney? Yes. That's probably Go right. Go down the list over the last few years, Kunitz and yeah, Connor Sheary. Whoever plays with Gretzky. Whoever and, plays with them is, ends up being like a star. Who played, speaking of Edmonton, who who are all the wingers with Wayne Gretzky and, and Yari Curry? Remember Brett Callaghan, Don Ashby, Dave Hunter. Dave Semenko. Dave Semenko, on and on and on. Yeah. So, right. so there's uh, obviously a big part and of that. And let's not forget, this was coming off a head coach in Gerard Gallant who used the soft word on yeah. his hockey club. Next thing you know, Sid's out of the game. Well, someone said, you're, you're called soft. And what happened to the Rangers? The two officials called two different penalties against the Rangers. They're down two men. So all of a sudden, in trying, in trying to uh, maybe overcompensate for being called soft by your coach. Like, here we are talking about... I, uh, I'm just upset about it. It's just he was having a renaissance, you know. Well, not renaissance. He had a great as year. As good but the, as he's ever been. He just was unbelievable. I couldn't wait to watch the Penguins every night. And it helps that they're on the off night of the Leafs. So I really, you know, I really dive in on those games. And that line with Gensel and Rust is just a pleasure to watch. The way they play, the, the sort of the puck pursuit, the grindiness that they play with, the skill, the everything. It was just such a pleasure to watch. And to see a legend in a great year get him taken out with an elbow to the head. It just, I'm just upset about it. I, I love watching Sid. And it's, it just sucks badly. Well, and that was my argument about Connor. I like them going deep in the playoffs, whether not being eliminated or injury. We're not getting any update, but it's just that we followed that. It's, it's mighty. It's, it's, just ten, a, it's 10 years ago was the big saga, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was about 10 years ago when you th- and his career, career was in peril then. And we learned off so much about concussions. And I know, Kippy, you're a guy that's been on the forefront of it, what you went through and that. And, yeah. and Mark Savard, is... was here. Yeah, but, I mean, that got, really got it to the public eye in a big, yeah. big way. You know, every every little step. Yeah. That was a big step. I, you know, in some weird way, I just got flashbacks of uh, of Crosby in the outdoor game. The way, I yeah. don't know whether it, 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 watching his head kind of spin yeah. like that. The Steckel hit. The Steckel hit. And then he played, got hit by Hedman the next game. Remember he played one more yes. game and they said, why did he play... You know, that's where it came up about concussion spotters and things because he played the next game against yeah. Tampa Bay and took a bad hit. Yeah. Uh, tried Jeff Carter there a little bit, but I can't. Do we, do we have any thought that uh, Pitt can win this without Sid uh, at this point? Well, I... Like, he, Sid was eating up Zabat I know, Chad, I know. Right? He made him look like he was a peewee player. Well, Pitt still has the edge, so they'll see what gives. I mean, Malkin has to have almost that kind of playoff like when he won the Smythe Trophy. You know, just everyone's got to up. A, but you're right. I mean, Sid was killing it, and like and like Sam said, it was just it was just a pleasure to watch. Different than different than McDavid. You know, like McDavid's just like this 
racehorse like Secretariat that's just going 1,000 miles an hour in his prime. And Sid's already got the rings and just it's, it's like this kind of fountain of youth uh, adding some the, the veteran savviness and smarts. Does that sound good, Kippy? It like does. poetic. It does. And poetic. They don't get Sid some protection next year. I think, Gord, you should mention that he wants out. <laughs> call call some for some protection like Speck protects them. <laughs> well, Connor, no. how about, what about McDavid for Crosby, a trade? What about that? <laughs> All this talk about McDavid and, and, and Matthews, who's better, who's the best player in the world, and... Yet, Sid, you watched him the last two weeks, and you're going, okay. Even it's, during the season, he deserved to be mentioned in the Hart Trophy talk. Still. You know, he did. He's still, he did. Uh, he's still Sid. He's still Sid. Um, all right. Uh, anything on uh, the Cats comeback, the comeback Cats? Carter Verhage. I know. That's what I was just going to say. He was, a plus, you know, he was a plus five as well. Was he a Leaf? Yeah. Drafted by the Leafs in third round. Lou traded him in that big contract dump trade yeah he traded eight guys for michael grabner to the islanders <laughs> and they including him yeah, the islanders yeah. dumped him tampa bay dumped him he played one year and you know good on and this was the previous regime in florida second year of a two-year contract it's up at 1.1 million he's kind of like a year ahead of michael bunting i know that that giving uh the giving goal uh giving go goal i think he had with yeah, well, great defensive play there. Like, I mean, the guy, the guy was playing like Sid, and, and he blew by. Uh, I think Nick Backstrom, like he was, yeah. like collecting tokens on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we're well, not supposed to collect them. You're supposed to point well, to the you, box. You and... Isn't that that jar? You drop it in there. Yeah. and it went. It went like the plinko chip. <laughs> no, they that. don't have that anymore. Now you just got to tap the. They're going to tap the Presto oh, now. Okay, I got to ride this, no, this bus the, more often. I still do cash. It's three. I think it's three fifty. Okay. Yeah. What's... Boy, the person's there. You wake them up. Oh, I know. Basically, it's one person there. <laughs> don't tell the, the people listening. With, just, yeah, with cash, <laughs> you know, because that I, I'm still cash three fifty. If you want, but Florida's still trying to win like a goofy way. How so? Um. Uh, well, number one is you give up a lot of goals still. Yeah. Your goaltending is that lack is of playoff experience? About playoff, you know, I wonder. Dig a hole and then climb your way out of it. Mm-hmm. Boy. You, you, you're going to try to do that for two months straight to win a Stanley Cup? Well, Come back 3 nothing. Well, let's do one series, see what it gives. Because, I mean, that game, it should have been over, as you say, before the Hathaway icing call. And uh, But then again, a three-goal lead. You can't blow a three-goal lead. You can't blow. And Washington Capitals blew a three-goal lead, but the Florida Panthers full measure. I'm still trying to think what the hell happened to Washington because I'm I'm more floor like I'm seeing the explosiveness, so they applied the regular season comebacks to the playoffs last night because that's what they've done all year. They've had a phenomenal record of coming back when they're one goal down, yeah. two goals down, whatever. And wow, impressive! All the fans uh, were happy last night, Kippy. You know that the three home buildings were rocking. They were. St. Louis and Minnesota. I think Cam Talbot gets the start. Correct. St. Louis eliminate Minnesota? Yes. What kind of contract Philly Huso going to get? He's a UFA. What do you think? Do you think he sold enough people cuz goaltenders are in yeah. I'm, I'm not saying hitting the big enchilada, but in in the I off mean, season, he's Yeah, he does that put Doug Armstrong in a position where he thinks about getting rid of Bennington and keeping so? Yeah, well, Bennington will have five years at six million left after this year. That's, so that would be tough to move. That would be tough to move. But just Billy Huso's been uh, but pleasant surprise. Maybe the Leafs. I don't know. He seems like a good, like one of those mid-scale guys out. Maybe maybe the Freddie Anderson type move of the off season. 
when he came into Toronto when the Leafs played St. Louis, I forget when that was, Gordo, we were at the game. He was amazing. He was really amazing. good. He was, and he's big, moves around well, like looks like a real starting goalie in the NHL. So. He was the next guy up, but he, he was hurt and wasn't playing great, so they called Binnington up. It's so crazy. at that time, it was when they wanted to make a goaltending change, Billy Huso would have been the guy a month earlier. A couple of good runs for Doug Armstrong. Yeah. Finding goaltenders deep <laughs> yes. in the organization. Well, you learn, you know, doesn't he, happen very often. No, and he, he was with Dallas when they were a real strong organization. Bob Gainey was running, and of course they had Ed Balfour and pretty good goaltenders. But yeah. you're right. I mean, goaltending, goaltending, goaltending. Like remember, like the Roman Czechmanic era and all that. The, the or Roman Turek. Who else did they have? They had terrible. St. Louis goal goaltending let them down for about ten years. Remember, they were a good team. Yeah, and their goaltenders would especially suck in the playoffs. Not anymore. That yeah, was a big issue. It was huge. Big issue. Uh, Boston looking to stay alive on home ice versus Carolina. They're not Tampa Bay, but it's hard to write off the perfection line. Totally. Hampus Lindholm could be back tonight. So that's a plus if he's healthy. So let me ask you a question because I was on with Jeff Merrick. So is it an assumption Patrice Bergeron's going to retire? Like, I, I, I don't see anyone, like, look at Joe Thornton, Patrick Marlowe, Zdeno Chera. Like, does anyone really retire anymore when they can still play? Like, why would you? Like, if you have injuries or health situations. Yeah, well, that's, he has had injuries. Okay. Well, I, no, I know. I mean, Shea Weber was one that you, we didn't realize the gravity of his situation, yeah. you know. But, uh, but barring, like, more than ordinary health issues, yeah. like, you think he's going to retire? I do. Oh, so it's okay. Yeah, I do. Well, uh, good on him. It's what been a, out, it's, it was... I had heard the potential for retirement uh, for over a year now. Well, I've heard it. I'm just yeah. saying actually doing it. Well, think about it for a second here. Um, I just don't think he would at this age want to be that guy. What's that guy? I don't know. End your career on four different teams in three years. Well, I'm right? just I'm just talking one more year at the same team because how well he's played, like a Ryan Getzlaff type year, but, if he's but healthy. It, but it would also have to do with where he thinks the team is and how close they are, and a, a, a loss tonight would mm -hmm. tell him that you're not going to stick around one more year and, and think that this same group can win a Stanley Cup. I think it has everything to do with where he thinks he is with the Boston Bruins to, to win a championship. I don't think he's interested in, in being a, a mentor for new kids coming up. He could do that and be the next general manager of Boston or, or, you know, whatever okay. position that he wants to be. He could be behind the bench next year. He could if do he that a year later that, too. Right. Player so, coach in Montreal. Yeah. I, I don't, I know <laughs> there, there's a ton of uh, thought and, and, that's flying around social media that he'll sign in Montreal. And I it, 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 I guess there's a potential of it happening. I just don't think it's probable. Let I me, just, I, I think he's a Boston Bruin guys. Okay. So he's going to, you got one, he's, he's got to do an assessment of the Bruin organization. Just like you tell people what to grade you on Twitter or what you're supposed to do, grade you. Right. Uh, rating and review. So do you ever notice like when you go to get an oil change, 
and the guy tells you, okay, can you grade? You got to write very good. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you tell, like, 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 so like, they tell you, please write very good. Like oh, anything outside of those please, poor, those poor me. guys, like, and if they don't get any very good, they're hey, screwed. That's the time that they have to grease you. Well, I guess, but geez, okay. Right. I got to write very good. You don't get it? It's an oil change. Oh, geez. Sorry. See, I left the best for last <laughs> and I missed it. Give us a number tonight in the score, Gord. 4-2 Toronto. Keith Jones, take that, Keith Jones. 3-1 Toronto Maple Leafs. There you go. I think they have a chance to close it as well. Please win. What score? Uh, I go low score now. I, okay. I'll go 3-1. Enjoy the game tonight. We're back tomorrow to wrap it up. Get beat.